We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Carlo Navas, and with me today, a big ass full cast of panelists here to celebrate Heat's sixth straight win overall, fourth straight road win, and to commemorate the perfect road trip. I got to my right here on twitch.tv slash Miami Heat Beat Tiffany Meeks, the reality check master. We happy? We good? Oh, I'm I'm on cloud Hamish. We're on cloud <laughs> Hamish. We got a lot to get into there. We got the great Siobhan. Hello, people. Vice President of the Hamish Hive. You better get in now. VP. Filling up. Get in now. Woman of authority. On the bottom left, we got our 2K coach, Frankie G. Welcome to the NBA season, Jimmy Butler. We've been awaiting the return. Also good. He's so back. And on the bottom right, (laughs) Jack Alfonso. Jacqueline. We're coming for that in-season tournament trophy, y'all. It's we're gonna be we're gonna be the arsenal of the NBA. The arsenal with the FA Cup, the Heat are gonna be that. That's just gonna be our that's gonna be our thing forever and always. Guys, listen. I want to say a couple things about this win. They once again got down early, hunkered down on defense, did what they had to do. Jimmy showed up and they played a they they played a basketball game. I don't think they played their best game, but they won on the road. <laughs> They won on the road doing what they had to. They did enough. And to me, you know, we all got on. Tiff's like, that's a good win. And I'm like, you know what? Not good enough for me. Because for me, this team, I have expectations for them now. This is last year, guys. (laughs) If they had this win, we would have been like, well, got out of that one, guys. But and Tiff, I'll start with you, then we'll go around the room. I'm like, that was nice. You get the win, but. I want this by 10, 12 points next time because that's what I expect of good teams. Yeah, well, I think the other thing is you mentioned, like, you know, Jimmy's getting back in sync. So 
you're going to get probably, and I'm not going to lie, you're going to get about 20 more of these wins just because <laughs> we fight for your life, <laughs> fighting for their lives in the fourth quarter. Listen, because they got people in and out of the rotation. They got people learning new spots. They got, listen, they got a, a rookie who is playing big minutes. You all of a sudden, you got Hamish starting. So Tyler's out, Duncan's in. So they've got a lot of things they got to figure out that they got to work through. And fortunately, we're watching them in real time work through things. It doesn't look great. It looks okay. But they're getting wins. So honestly, I don't know what else we could ask for right now. Bond, where, where do you where do you stand on that? Look like you agree I with mean- Tiff. I'm exactly with Tip, and it's funny. Like you said last year, we would have been like, "Oh God, thank God we got we pulled this one out." I feel like you can't go from that immediate into, "Oh nope, not happy enough about the way that this one looked." Like this is very much a a, a process one, like them building and still figuring themselves out. Like Tiff, you know, went through the 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 pieces that are in, that are out, that are warming back up, that are figuring, you know, how and where they fit. Um, how that they can best contribute to, you know, this thing as a whole. And I thought it was a good one, too, simply for the fact that last year we would have been like, oh, damn, thank God. You know, it would have felt – and it was, it was stressful or whatever, but uh, this is one of those ones last year where they, they maybe let go of the rope and they don't complete the comeback or they don't complete the, you know, the comeback and then the staying, staying ahead and kind of pulling it out. So I was happy with the win. I think a lot of guys – showed a lot tonight and you know you you, you're gonna have to continue to show some patience as they make it all make sense and i think what tiff said is spot on as long as they you make it all make sense but still pull out wins it'd be one thing if it was all of this shit trying to you know massage this way out and and you know we were coming up with l so as long as they're getting wins out of this trust this process as long as we're getting wins during this process then you know i think we should all be you know, feeling pretty good about watching it come together. Frankie, for me, you know, watching them kind of pull it out on the road with young guys like Highsmith, like J- like Jaime, I think that is the most encouraging thing that you can do on the road as a young player yep. is perform mm-hmm. like that. So I, I, that's big time. I even tweeted that the fact that Highsmith and Bam and Jaime – are like the linchpins of Miami's Duncan are the linchpins of Miami's success is encouraging because that was like those are like the home guys that like you had invested the development in and, and you're really seeing these guys flourish. No, for sure. And and Highsmith had a hell of a scoring second quarter uh overall defensive game impact. I love that when they interviewed him at halftime, he was like, I, I honestly I'm so tired right now. <laughs> like he really left it all on that on the court for that stretch. That was so funny. Uh, his impact's been um, you know everywhere, all over the court. Defensively, he's been everywhere. Uh, like, and I think we should begin the all defense campaign for Highsmith. High I yeah. think we need to get the image. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's not yeah. only Bam uh, that deserves it. It's definitely Highsmith, and and you know Jimmy had a great game. Uh, but uh, to add on to Hakez, you know he just continues to to show like. He's he belongs. He's comfortable every every position, every situation. He reads the the game well with or without the ball. Um, you know, and and it's encouraging. Like last year, this if you told me they were gonna hit eight three pointers and the other team was gonna hit fifteen, 
I would guarantee you we weren't breaking 100 that night. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like they were in control this whole game. Like anytime Charlotte went on a run, they hit yep. a they they get a cut and a dunk and an easy basket yep. or hit a tough shot themselves. Uh, this was a couple, you know, Kevin and, and Josh not combining for 0 for 11 from three. That that this if they shoot uh, regular, that this would have been a blowout. Jack, real quick, you know, last thing on you know how you kind of feel about this one before we transition to uh, to I think the man of the hour, Haywood Highsmith. But I want to get your thoughts on how you kind of feel about this win in context of the season. I feel great about the like unequivocally really good about this win. I would have felt like even kind of okay if they lost this game. I'm glad they didn't, yeah. but like, Ooh. I didn't feel like there was I get that where much coming slippage from. in the fourth. I, I think to like Bon and Tiff's point specifically, like oh, you saw you. pieces coming together and Frank, I'm going to get to you. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, you, you saw the pieces coming together and it wasn't always pretty. I think to, to Frankie's point, like this, there was a huge three point, um, difference. And I, I think most games, like Frankie said, like they lose that, but in the fourth quarter specifically kind of in key moments where they started to slip or Charlotte hit a couple of threes. Um, you saw like multiple guys attacking with like poise and focus in a way that they just didn't have last year. Like yep. look at like Hawkes, like they did not have, like a third guy on the floor who could attack the rim, put some pressure on the defense and not kind of immediately like panic when they got to the rim. Like even when he was missing, he's getting good looks. Mm-hmm. Um, he was getting some good offensive boards. Like I think he was making smart decisions in the paint. I think Highsmith looked like poised in transition in a way that like, I remember last yeah. year, if he held the ball too much, that was the big worry is that he would kind of panic and it'd be a turnover. Like look at the turnovers in the second half, not just this game, but last game, like they're not turning it over as much as um, you'd think like, and and they lost the fourth quarter by one. And and that's like a huge win. We take those. It's like trying to maintain a lead. No, that's, Mm -hmm. that's a win. That's what you want to do when you enter the fourth quarter with like a single digit lead is just like, don't let them go on runs. And Charlotte hit some great like threes and um, another heat team would have made a lot of mistakes in that fourth quarter to let Charlotte like truly into that game. But other than letting those threes up, they really like, they played their game. They controlled some things. I think Bam was bullshitting a little bit like at some points, but then at other points you saw what we've seen this year, which is him knowing he's better than everybody else on the floor, that he's quicker that he has a tighter handle and he's kind of like relying on that jump shot, maybe a little too much at times, but like he looks great. Everybody looks great. I think G you're kind of discounting like Kyle being in foul trouble early, like completely takes them out of their rhythm. Mm -hmm. And that's not like a thing on Kyle. It's just a thing that happens. And that's going to happen to guys who survive yeah. that. Yeah. It happens. It happens to Bam. It'll happen to Bam all the time. And it happened to Jimmy. Like, the only guy it doesn't happen to is Jimmy. It, yeah. He doesn't foul. Jimmy it's crazy. It's crazy. And, and I'll say, like, it was great to see this Jimmy game. And it was great to see this Jimmy game in conjunction with other guys doing stuff. Because usually yeah. when you mm-hmm. see the big Jimmy game, 
It's coming in lieu of Bam's success. It's coming in lieu of role player success. And it really did feel like Bam and Jimmy were able to coexist a little bit out on the floor. And I think that's the most encouraging thing you can see like this season. So I think big win, big part of a win streak and nice to see them make mistakes and still kind of recover from them and like kind of take care of business. So a couple macro things before we get into Highsmith. First of all, actually, shout out to uh, to uh, Shane Marley for resubscribing at Tier 1 Prime. I'm sorry if I said your name wrong, but appreciate the love and support here. On twitch.tv slash Miami Heapy. If you're listening on the pod, you want to check us out live after postgame. It's a lot of fun. Chat be popping tonight and every night. So always join us and have fun or catch the replay on YouTube. I know sometimes it's fun to, to watch us and not listen to us, but listening is always encouraged as well. Spotify, Apple, all, all those apps. So a couple things. I, I don't want to spend any time on Kyle because he was nothing, but I did think it was funny mm. that he had he had the three or four fouls or whatever it was, and he it makes a rotation to the big man rolling. And I was like, bro, you, you let it go, dog. You don't got to play I, like it's the playoffs every night. Like It was can, the NBA tournament. Fuck out of here. You, you can, play to win dog, the goddamn you, game. The that's part right. that's funny to me is like, right. what are you going to do? Like, at that point, when you do that rotation, bites your fucking ankles is what I'm gonna do. Like, you gotta <laughs> the ball. You know what? I, like, Vaughn, you're right. Like, you're just trying to force a turnover, or take a charge or something. Dog, you have fouls. Just don't just let it go, bro. Just let it go. I just thought that was funny. The yeah. other thing that Jack said that was interesting, more of a macro level, was kind of the amount of threes that the Heat allowed. And I thought that that was a result of overhelping, which I didn't think they needed to do, but I understand because. Charlotte did get in the paint a lot, and I thought that put them into flux a bit. And because of the zone on the other end, they were getting stops. Charlotte was able to kind of organize their offense or push pace. They weren't able to kind of set their defense. So I thought it was kind of interesting on a couple macro levels, but the man of the hour, the guy who I tweeted untouchable, Tiff, your mm-hmm. boy, your, your boy, dog, the guy that you have been going to bat for, showed out again. But today was his, I think, most complete game of the season. Offensively, just man shooting the ball. Just you know, what did he? What did he shoot from three today? I mean, my man, my man, absolutely killed it tonight. He was two for five from three, which is really, really good. That's forty percent. Tiff, what he's yes. doing on both ends of the floor, what he's doing, he's transformed them. And and I just think that's crazy. But I'm so happy. I mean, so he had to have transformed himself first. Like he needed to get himself in the position to be able to help this team get into this position. Remember last year, every, everybody had him out the pasture. Everybody had him dead and gone, buried, done, garbage. Remember that? I remember that. On, this, on these here airwaves, people on this, on this panel right now, call him garbage <laughs> I ain't gonna call no names but i'm looking right at them they should be looking right frankie? back at me frankie never no, <laughs> looking at frankie Alpha's i'm just here. saying Alpha's but y'all get here. y'all y'all put my man out the pasture he couldn't shoot he couldn't do nothing but i was there i stayed there when he was walking on the beach and he only saw one set of footprints <laughs> it was me who was carrying him <laughs> it was me who was carrying him so i'm just saying i i knew it was in there i mean it was deep the offense was in there it was deep it was ankles deep 
But I knew, as I said, if he could get a handle on this three and get in the lane and maybe get a little push shot us, something. Something PJ-esque, but not PJ. You know what I'm saying? Like, something. He he would be all right. Hold on. We we need somebody to edit uh, Tiff and Highsmith doing the Rocky Two beach scene. Somebody please edit that. (laughs) (laughs) Here it is, please. Aging brush us. Um, <laughs> no, Tiff, you're, Tiff, you're you're so right, and the the kind of thing is like I don't want to pigeonhole him into like, oh, you're the PJ, you're the you're the Crowder. He's just what they need, right? He's a solid yeah. guy on defense yeah. that stabilizes their rotation, and I think that this Jimmy team, this Jimmy build, has taught me, and I I like that I'm always learning. You know, I think I always thought I knew everything, but uh, but you know, we always <laughs> learn a little bit about basketball as my camera goes out. That sometimes a stabilizer is more important than a talent addition. And he just makes their rotation make sense. And everything, I think he and Duncan together in the starting lineup, yeah. it makes things yeah. make sense. And I think that that's not a coincidence that when those two guys started playing together, they took off. I do think part of that is schedule because in reality, they, they've played a bunch of bad teams and whatever you want to call Atlanta. Or the Los or the Lakers, you know, and but they've won a bunch of road games. They've won four straight road games, and that's not easy to do. Even good teams, you know, lose road games. Um, so yeah, yeah, Bona. I just think that he's like this so stabilizing force in their rotation that they have not had, and it's a guy that I think they can expect to play with for the next like three, four years. Because like yes. I imagine that Miami is yeah. going to lock him in, and they've solved that issue, quote unquote. Definitely. <clears throat> the I think that so coming into the season, we were all like, oh, what are they gonna do? The PG, backup PG, uh, you know, they have deficiencies at the four. And it and I, I think it was genuinely okay to say that. I feel like in-house they knew or felt that no, I think we'll be okay kind of in this position once this guy kind of gets up and running. And there is something to you know, not wanting to, you know, not calling him the J or the PJ, but he is an amalgamation of all of those types of games mm-hmm. from J to PJ to Iggy with the hands, mm-hmm. Ariza, mm-hmm. some Chris Boshes with the stretchability, like all of those kind of um, Bosch's side, but all of those kind of wing connector E pieces. He's the, the, the final form of those. Big Bobs. It started with Okara White. Not doing McBob. <laughs> chat chat yeah. literally is calling him Okaro, like o- o- whatever the, the streak was. Yeah, there was some of that Ocaro, in there too. Ocaro. Yeah. Truly, I get Miami has a bunch of builds that kind of follow that. Like, how do mm-hmm. we how can we get like the most maximized form of this thing that we're trying to accomplish? Right. And I think Hamish is in that particular build and that lineage, he's he's the maximized form of that. And it's it's the defense he's so the defense we know. The jump shot, I'm always one that believes your jump shot can be fixed, your jump shot can be worked on. That's drilling. That's like we can we can work the fuck on that. It's the the connectory bits. Mm-hmm. Him being able to penetrate and kick some and catch out of not necessarily a short roll, but cutting into the middle and being composed enough to make decisions and right. good passes and stuff out of there. I think that that does something even more. Um, even more special for them. It's not just the three and D, but being able to kind of um, 
being the the mayonnaise or the sauce or the or whatever the the fluid is in the sandwich that kind of makes don't call it the fluid <laughs> whatever you're, you're dressing your condiment whatever it is in the, for the sandwich that like helps adhere and cohere the all the rest of the sandwich i think that is i love him at the top of their zone he's so, oh. he's so he moves so well but he's so disciplined in his movement he's he's strong like i i'm super super happy for him um and and, and what he does for bam and what he, I think he does for Jimmy, I think he lets Bam play more of the way that he kind of wants to play, given, you know, Spo has used him in a drop a bit more this season, but he lets Bam get away with kind of some of the switching and stuff. But we have someone underneath who can stay with a PJ Washington, who can put a body or who can front well enough on guys like that. Well, well like can, you saw can tonight, Bond, I'm sorry to cut you off, Tiff, but like yeah. to your point, Highsmith was on LaMelo Ball you know, mm-hmm. when they were having problems containing the dribble penetration. Mm-hmm. And with Bam, you know, that A, that helps his rebounding, and B, that helps keep him in a drop. And if they're going to isolate, that's fine. But as a point of attack guy, I mean, he's he's solid, right? And I think you trust yeah. him. Go ahead, Tiff. No, because I was going to say, we, we complained last year, like, we don't have enough rim protection. We don't have this. We don't have that. I don't, if anyone's noticed, Bam is able to protect the rim now. Yes, yeah because he has guys out in front of him that at least can contain for longer than are his blocks yeah. up that's like that's something gotta check let me see I don't bam know. is blocks like up, yeah. up. his box yeah. blocks up. I, yeah. I test feels like they're up. and and i gotta yeah. be honest guys and and i think again i, I don't want to keep it so macro i want to keep it more to the game but uh, like tonight in particular like you know bam has to be kind of that help defender you know but i know for the season Miami is, I think they allow their percentage at the rim is really like abysmal. Like teams are finishing almost everything at the rim, but like all SPO teams, they barely ever get there. So at least that part is still, that part is still solid. I do think they actually need to clean up the rim protection a bit because statistically their rim protection, other than BAM, I think has been lacking a little bit. So we'll kind of get into that. I think as the season goes on, uh, Frankie, I want to pivot Bryant back there. He sucks, bro. Girl. I'm sick of him. And Kevin Love, too. Like tonight, Frankie, they had Kevin Love in a drop, and the Hornets went at his ass every time. And they're a very well coached team. Like Steve Clifford has a goddamn plan, and that motherfucker's prepared as hell. And they were ready. And every time Kevin Love came in, LaMelo was, they made sure that LaMelo Ball was in when Kevin Love was in. Mm-hmm. And they made sure that his ass put Kevin Love in pick and roll. Now, there was one play, I, there was some clip going around Twitter, Frankie, of like Bam, like defending the ball handler, then breaking up a lob. And I saw poor Kevin Love in no man's land between LaMelo Ball and a rolling big man behind him. And I was like, he's not built for this. It's a scary place to be. He could barely jump off the ground as is. He's like, a, he's very much a box out rebounder. And yes. so for him having to contest anything and leaving his feet is just a nightmare. I, hold on, wait. Chat says the Hornets are very well. Yes, bro. That's a good coach over there. Steve Clifford is a good. Steve Clifford's like a good Steve. coach. They're Eric good. Going, one of the most likable coaches in the league. Uh, yeah. There's a weird way to phrase he, that. He definitely like, slid that in. He has beef with like half the other coaches. <laughs> Does Clifford have beef with half the other coaches? No, I think Eric Reed does. He said <laughs> Clifford's not on my shit list, but everybody else better watch out. Like, he's just a good coach, man. Just... He don't want that smoke with Clifford, coach. Yeah, I, I thought it was uh, 
it was kind of funny looking at the minutes distribution. I know Kyle was in foul trouble tonight, so that obviously played a role in his. Heart. But they really played like six guys tonight, and uh, and Kevin and Kyle mixing it up. They played 18 minutes of point guard play today, uh, yeah. and they really went wing heavy tonight. So the minute distribution was funny. Uh, Spo coached it like a, a must win game. Uh, but yeah, my man. goat. My, Frankie, he did the defensive substitutions. Game. He did. He did. Finally, we've been begging for Frankie. For it's been years. Oh my god! But I mean, you can't take Duncan off the floor for defensive stops anymore because he's he's doing the damn thing right now. Uh, no, but Kevin, <laughs> Kevin tries. I, I give Kevin credit. He's positionally he's in the right spot more times than not. He tries to take charges, mm-hmm. uh, and that that he like he puts his body on the line. Like it's Certainly not always better pretty, than Thomas he, Bryant. He tries. Certainly better than Thomas Bryant. Jack, I want to get your thoughts on on uh, I guess I want to get your thoughts on Jimmy kind of being back. You know what I mean? Because this was the first real impact game that he's had tonight, and I think you kind of saw how when you know you got the kind of classic Jimmy, especially in the fourth quarter, hit a couple big shots, hit that big bucket, got a couple foul calls, and kind of felt like okay, as long as you keep it close, I'll bring you home. But he was, like, steady throughout the whole game, which I think is, like, encouraging. I think he shot 70% from the field today. 10 <laughs> to like, 14. He was up above yeah. it for a while. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was fucking – he was awesome, man. 32, 4, 5 with two steals, 10 of 14 from the field, 1 of 1 from 3 in the most hilarious year I've ever seen. 71%. 14 man. free throw attempts. Playoff Jimmy. Season high was, like, 8 before this. Like yeah. he wasn't really getting to the line as much. And I'll, I'll, I'll like nitpick a little bit at you saying this is his first like big impact game. I think last game outside of the shooting, he was incredible. And like, okay. usually he's incredible. Like when he's on the floor, he's just one of the best like ball Hawks in the history of the league. Just like, yeah. Creates extra pose- possessions for a heat team that sometimes feels small especially with Bam off the floor Um, and like, you know, incredible offensive rebounder. Um, But yeah, this was the game where you saw more of the scoring. Um, I, I really don't know what to say about it. That's Jimmy Butler. Like he's going to do that. He's back. I think it's really nice that he hasn't, I mean, he was never gone. I think the nice thing is like that. He didn't have to be doing this most of the time. And I think really, he shouldn't be doing this most of the What'd time. I hope next game he comes out, scores 14 points. Like, yeah, we win by I, I don't want to see him going for 30. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, Bunt. Like, I think Bam kind of had a little slow start, and it was nice to see. I think Jimmy identified that quickly and was feeling his jumper, was getting to the line more. And, like, you want to see that trade off, but, like, I, I do think the Jimmy we've seen during this win streak when he's played outside of tonight is like, that's good enough for me. Like right. most nights in the regular season, especially like Bon was saying with, with Hamish and like everybody. And, and like I was texting you earlier, G like they just have more capable wings without even ca- factoring in Caleb Martin. They have like more capable composed wings than they've ever had around Jimmy. Yep. And that includes yep. Duncan, who's much less mistake prone on both ends. Mm-hmm. Hamish, who's like way more competent offensively, way more careful and smart offensively. We talked about Hawkes a little bit, who who's 
pretty mistake averse for a rookie. Like they have the tools now to let Jimmy and especially with Bam's offensive growth, which is tremendous. And I know it's been talked about on every heat podcast, every single episode, but it can't be overstated. Like this is what we've been waiting for as Jimmy ages is like the ability for him to kind of take a step back offensively and only give you kind of like 25 plus point games when it's needed, when he's really Mm -hmm. feeling it, like, cause you don't want that every single, you don't want last year's Jimmy, which was incredible. You don't want that every single game. Okay. So chat's chat's killing me for my sweater tonight. They're killing me. Somebody said, I look (laughs) like it's just like a blanket with sleeves. I saw somebody else say, you know, G lost a ton of weight and then went to old, went on a shopping spree at Old Navy. By the way, this is Nike. This is a Nike. You know, this is a, Prop top. This is a nice sweater. This is a little hoodie. Oh, it's Frankie. one sweater. I thought it. <laughs> Jack said, G looking for Tom Brady. I like I wore because I was like, you know, I'm a little I was a little chilly. I wanted to wear something it warm. Comfy. I thought I thought it was I thought it looked nice, you know. Can I touch on what Jack said? Because I fully agree. Yeah. And I, I understand we wanted we do this thing every season about oh Jimmy doesn't care about basketball yet. And like that's fine to talk about and like, you know, poke the the jokes and the fun at. But I think Jack is completely spot on. It would be one thing if Jimmy had this, you know, malaise to the beginning of the season and they were losing and getting walked. I don't think it's I think it's a lot of keep it close or, you know, whatever. And, you know, allow Jimmy to kind of close or do whatever he he needs to at the end. But again, Jack is right. They have so they're so much more competent around him now that you don't need and you shouldn't really be asking to see jimmy you know put all the meat on the table every night like we we get it we understand kind of what he's (laughs) capable of and so as long as he's giving you enough to keep everyone else involved keep himself involved and keep them from getting out or from getting into you know these super deep holes i think they're okay as long as it doesn't come in in losses and it hasn't let him build his teammates up and yeah, like press Bam a little bit. No, this is your shit. Carry it some now, Tyler. When you're in here, carry this shit now. I don't. I don't want to have to put the cape on every night, and y'all shouldn't mm-hmm. want me to as fans. A hundred percent, Bond. The only thing I want to see more from Jimmy, it, like I do want to see it once in a while, because when Jimmy gets his in the playoffs, a lot of it is high, ISO heavy, and it gets away. Yeah. It's away from the away flow from of the everything. offense. Right. So it's hard. like Jack mentioned it earlier that you see uh, Jimmy gets it his in the playoffs. And it's a the expense of of Bam yep. and Duncan getting touches and reps and stuff. So I, I just want to I want to see a little bit more of all of them eating. And today tonight was a great example. They everybody yeah. contributed, and I, I just like to see. I don't want to see Jimmy have to put on the cape like Tiff has been saying for years. But like for him to show up once in a while, that's fine. Like he he doesn't have to be, uh, he doesn't have to be the main guy every night, but he needs yeah. to uh, have like ha- have some games, have go through the motions a little bit more than he's been showing. Yeah. 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 To your point, Frankie, like it, it's just about establishing that balance as Bam emerges, I think, like mm-hmm. as the dynamic of the offense changes. And I think we saw it sometimes last year where Bam kind of was knocking on the door of what he's mm-hmm. looking like now. And mm-hmm. then Jimmy would come in and be pretty dominant and Bam would kind of. Yep. Like it go was like that six, 
to eight game yeah. stretch where Bam was just shitting on everybody, and then, like you said, kind of went back. Yeah, yeah, no, no it I, was literally as soon as Jimmy started taking know. over after the All Star break, Bam's numbers went to shit, mm-hmm. and his it, yeah. his, he, his body language went to shit too, and yeah. it was it was just all it's just more about striking a balance there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I want to get have not been paying attention to the lot. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna lie. I, not, I'm, not the video, I'm gonna, like, I'm, I'm gonna peel back the curtain a second. Alf, Alf tweeted out. Is that what you're wearing? This. <laughs> peel it back. Alf tweets out. The 76ers lost today, and everybody knows that I, I, I live for Sixers losses more than Heat wins. And Alf tweeted, somebody must have told the Sixers this was the second round of the playoffs of the tournament. That's Damn. hilarious. That's so funny. So I, I, I'm laughing at that. And then I'm looking at the time and I was like, man, it's been 30 minutes. I wanted to wrap up by now. We still have like three things to get to. And I was like, oh, but the conversation's so good. So that's what I'm thinking of. So I'm not listening to you guys. I'm time managing. Okay. Can I I bring up one of Alf's tweets that has had me in stitches? Sure. Fine. Before the game, when they announced all the Hornets players that were going to be missing tonight, uh, Alf quote tweeted and goes, absolute dogfight with two minutes left. Leaky Black with 26 on 7 of 8 from 3. Who is I'm like, that? I'm like, Alf, that is the most racist caricature name I've ever heard. And no, I'm looking at the box score. I know that's, that's a real name. guy. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I, thought Ira, I thought Ira was making a joke in poor taste today or earlier. And I was like, Ira, what the, what the fuck? Leaky oh. Black is a nuts thing to joke about. Like, who the fuck? Like, why would you just yeah. make that a fake name? I'm like, that's the name Alf would make up on Hangover Time. It's out. Yeah. Like that's crazy. I mean, it is. Yeah. it is. It is. Leaky Black is definitely a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> if I had told you before the if before this game that the Hornets have a player named Leaky Black, or if Alpha told you that, would you have believed it? Yes, because it's the Hornets. The bunch of the <laughs> yeah, what is exactly. The Anything is possible in Charlotte. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's get into Jaime because Chat wants me to get into Jaime. Um, for a rookie to play the fourth quarter this often for an Eric Spolster team, <laughs> I think says a lot about him. I like that he can handle the ball. And I think that, so Spo typically likes guys who can handle and defend to be able to close games, which shout out to Duncan because he's able to kind of do both now a little bit, especially handle. So that's why he's kind of getting more playing time. But I thought tonight hit a lot of big shots. He's not afraid to shoot especially tonight, which was good. I thought against the zone, Miami, the, the, the two things that I thought Miami had to answer tonight was, you know, can you contain Charlotte's dribble penetration? Which the answer was kind of a mixed one. And can you score against Charlotte's zone? The answer was kind of no, but I, I liked when Jaime would flash to the middle. I liked their ball movement, you know, kind of off the zone. I was, but particularly with Lowry in the game, I thought that they got, I thought that was when they were most effective against the zone. Also, they were able to kind of play at a quicker pace. That was the other thing I noticed without Kyle was they were just taking Bam became a little bit of wait for a handoff guy again, which I didn't like because I do think that they need to get up the court a little quicker because Drew Smith didn't get any minutes today, but barely any minutes today. He, even though Kyle was in foul trouble, they just opted for Richardson, who is not really like kind of picking up the pace a bit. But, you know, all that to say that despite all those circumstances, I thought Jaime was huge in those kind of moments of being the shooter against the zone, 
knowing to flash to the middle, like to, to, to know and do that and follow that direction and know what you got to do against an NBA zone. Because I thought Charlotte's zone was really effective today. It forced some turnovers out of Miami. It really bogged their offense down. It kind of discombobulated them. I think after Charlotte started going zone, Miami only hit two threes the rest of the game, which is like crazy. So Tiff, Hyman deserves a lot of credit for kind of helping Miami solve it enough to get by. Listen, he's been helping since he took the court. This kid is everywhere, anywhere. You, He's the guy that's like, what do you need me to do? Yep. And that's what he's doing. He's filling in so many little holes, and he's just – his pace is crazy. He plays like <laughs> an old man game. Pull oh over my God. time. Pull over time. <laughs> <laughs> that said Man. that said G's gonna start over time. Man. Uh, That's when you were supposed, you to, do in, out. That's when you were supposed <laughs> to do the hard out. Bring you back in, Tip. Gather no, it. Tip. I'm, I'm just saying. Now I'm just picturing now I'm just picturing. <laughs> Gee, you gotta do the rest of the show with the hoodie on. Come on, okay. <laughs> get your Belichick on. Yeah, get now. Put, wait, what you got? Oh my put god, that is, a, that is maybe there, there you go. Right. There it is. Oh man, we got do rags on. on. I'll take a do uh, I'll, I'll do the real Belichick. You saw that thing. You saw that. <laughs> <laughs> <Son>. Jesus. <laughs> I can't see any. I can't see a fuck. I can't Put read chat. I literally back. cannot read chat. Okay, I can read it from here. I gotta like really lead in. <laughs> Please put your glasses back. I've no, never we're, seen we're, such few hoods in my life. You've never seen such what? Such little hood in my life. That's the only hood I've ever seen. Yeah, so tight on. It's a turtleneck hood. It's I feel like, like your hairline back. Careful. I, I actually like that. I've worn this when I've snowboarded before. It's quite nice because you know it's just, makes sense. It, it doesn't go anywhere. You know, it just, doubles as a ski calf. Yeah. <laughs> somebody said Hi, I like, oh, Somebody said I look like a monk that disperses. Yeah. <laughs> Tiff, take the ball and go, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right as I was there. saying, he, he plays with incredible pace and timing. He he. <laughs> Chat, just shut up for a second. <laughs> Please get, get through the segment. Chat, you can't even read I, that I out loud. That. <laughs> I don't want to be the one to read it. Um, <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> Man. Little no hiding hood. <laughs> Little... <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know, guys. We got Duncan High 18, 8, and 5. That, he's pretty good. Hi, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Tiff. Please pass it. I got you. Um, yeah, and you know how we always talk about his cutting, his timely cutting. He always, it's. I can't. Go, bon, go. I can't. Okay. <laughs> Jack, stop. I, I, I gotta be honest. If you're li if you're listening on the pod, I recommend you go back and watch this on YouTube. We're so sorry for this. Yes. <laughs> Somebody said Jesus, I look like a content. boulder. <laughs> You're like an ash-covered snowman. 
No, I love Jaime. And to your point about the zone G, I think that they could have been a bit more intentional and in trying to uh it could have been a bit more intentional in trying to beat the zone. There were some possessions they were like trying to dribble on the periphery and like on the outer wings. I'm like, no, get to the middle. And then you see Jaime flash to the middle. We also, when we were sending cutters through, um Charlotte wasn't reacting much in the back line. So like up and down the lane lines in the dumping spot area, we had people. So when you get someone in the middle, bam, Jaime, Hamish were able to get kind of those dump offs. And I it, it bothered me that they weren't um, a bit more steadfast with that. But again, to your point about him just giving them enough to get out of those possessions, I think he'll be big in those same uh, short roll connector, middle third of the half court areas too. And that's, again, just poise and, and comfortability, um, you know, kind of at, at more spots than we've had in the past. Shout out, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Bond for really being the point guard of the offense. We, <laughs> we, tonight, we, we hit the zone. The zone was chat. <laughs> and, and Bond and Tiff, Tiff was... You gotta Tiff get up in there, man. Yeah, Tiff, Tiff saw the zone and didn't really know how to break it down, pass it to Bond. Bond, really the creator... <laughs> Chad says I look like an expired condom. Another person said that I, I look like I need to be circumcised. Circumcise yourself, G, and let's talk To Tiff's uh, point and, and to Bond's point, like Tiff mentioned, we were talking about this during the game, like that that he's a guy who's like <laughs> willing to do whatever the team asks yeah. him to do, but like he's also keenly aware of what the team needs him to do Ooh, and yeah. i think that's where like he really shines is like i i i can't remember a rookie who has this much situational aware, situational awareness this much yeah. comfortability in an in a high movement offense and this much like humility for a guy who's playing really well and oh. could kind of fall in love with what he's doing offensively and take too many mm -hmm. shots I think like uh, Tiff, like earlier in the game, we were we were texting about um, that little turnaround jumper he mm -hmm. took. I think that play, that turnaround jumper he took, like was just a quick assessment of like, this isn't a great shot, but I know I can make it. And I know very immediately that there's not going to be another pass there. There's not an opportunity mm -hmm. to swing this right. around. There is also a bunch of times when he gets at the rim and he quickly assesses like, Maybe I could get a foul, but I'm a rookie. Maybe I could make this layup, but it's high. But I got the dump off to like High Smith right here. Like he's so freaking smart. And and I don't want to be like he's a four year player and this is his ceiling. Like I, I think that stuff is kind of silliness, especially like with the Heat when we've seen players who are like 25, 26 who make huge leaps. Like this dude also has plenty of plays where you say like okay he didn't make that this time but he has the physical ability mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. making these shots <laughs> consistently like there was a little turnaround contact layup that he kind of yep. that kind of rimmed out and that's On the, the thing, right next side. year two years like he's making yep. those because he's a little stronger he's a little more patient he's got better nba timing like for a guy who's this poised and polished already you can still see plenty of plays that like will give way to improvement over time. You can mm -hmm. see like the path with him. And I, I think that's, what's so encouraging, not just like in the short term, 
but like in the long term with him, like this, the 17 points or whatever he had could have easily been like 22, 25, yeah, 22, yeah. like no question. Yep. If, if he's just, you know, a little more experienced and he'll get there. It, he, and he's, he's made some of those layups. Like he, he holds himself well in the air. Like he, he absorbs contact really well. It's, oh, he's so fun. Yeah, he, he, well, he like does really a great well. job. Sorry, Jack. Uh, he, he does a great job of uh, initiating contact first with mm-hmm. his body to give himself the angle and uh, prevent them from having a, a, a good contest. Uh, and that's why he absorbs contact so well, because he does he does the hitting first. He's yep. physical inside. He's not afraid to, to get, get inside and get strong, uh, be physical, use his chest, use his shoulders, use his wingspan uh, on the finishes to, to get the, the shot, get the angle. And tonight, you know, he did the, he got four offensive rebounds on that. We, uh, you know, he got a lot of mismatches inside. They tried to hide his Smith on him and he was like, all right, I'll get you in the post little guy. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let me go to work. Boom. Hit, turn around jumper. Easy cash. Get to the cup, uh, force the help, swing the ball around. Ball is moving side to side. And we talked about earlier about um, them surviving without Kyle and Drew because they both were in foul trouble so quickly. Yep. Uh, they pretty much went the whole game without guards because of that. I mean, and and credit to the to the, all the guys because Duncan, five assists, uh, one turnover. Josh, uh, while his shot selection was definitely erratic, six assists, mm-hmm. one turnover. You can absolutely take that. Pesky on defense. And and uh, Hake is obviously contributing with the, the scoring. But everything was within the flow. Everything, you know, was aggressive when the team needed him to be, especially in the high post uh, against the zone. When he got the drop there, uh, he was able to ball fake to force the drop lower. When they would pinch, he would hit the, the corner pass. Uh, if they not, if they didn't move, he was like, all right, I'll take this little floater. I'll, I'll pull up for a little jumper right there. And, that, and that's shots you need to take. And uh, so I forgot who compared him to Gordon Hayward. So as Mexican Gordon Hayward, but I see it more and more. As I a, believe that was Alf. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's less racist. Ga- Gordon Hayward, uh, yeah. <laughs> he he has just way better feel. Uh, you know where he was on January sixth, um, and yeah. and he's just play play like you could like we've talked about this a lot. We've mentioned this a lot, but you, guys like playing with him. Like he he fits with whatever lineup uh, he's in. He does, and I think that. You know, really, the fact that he can handle the ball a little and and defend, you know, I, I think is is key. <clears throat> I think tonight again, like I, I keep harping back to the zone, but just the fact that he was able to handle against kind of that kind of scrambling defense. I think the fact that he's willing to take shots as well. You saw down the stretch took took two big shots, made one of them, but the fact that he's willing to take that and he's not scared of that, I think is huge. I think they need guys to be willing to be play finishers. I think the other thing is that you kind of tonight you saw his cutting and his passing. There was that play, I believe it was against the zone, where Lowry is playing kind of two man game, and when he gets a step on the guy, Jaime's yep. man on the left corner has yeah. to step up to help. Kyle recognized that, and Jaime recognized that. Jaime went for the cut baseline and finished. Uh, so he just- had great activity out of the left corner along the baseline all game. The, mm-hmm. the, the cross court from Josh, that play that you just talked about, <clears throat> he tried to go in for a putback from the same corner. Like he, he moves so well within what everything else is doing. And he's never in the way. Like he's everywhere you right. want him to be and never on anybody's toes. So we're going a little long. I know we're not going to talk a lot about Bam. So just know that I think Bam played well. And I'm sure everybody else thinks that. 
I want to talk about Duncan, and then we'll get out of here. 18, 8, and 5, shooting, you know, that we nothing needs to be said for that. The fact that he's finding his way onto closing lineups is, to huge. me, huge. Because that's something that he, even in 2020, his best year, really, his best he was not seeing the floor in those moments. And he is now. And I think even when Tyler comes back, they're going to be nice that like he plays with Tyler or he plays over Tyler because I think he's earned it. I think that they appreciate the ball handling. Guys, you saw it today. The only two threes in the second half were his. And he hit and he hit big ones. Again, against the zone, kind of gives them versatility. The pick and roll with Bam, the two-man game, you saw that. That one that he gets a pull up on the left wing, they're dropping on him. He kind of works the screen. You know, Bam does a good job there. And I like that Spo is kind of bringing them in and out together. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but they have kind of become Bam and Duncan check out, and then they check back in together, which I think is what we've always been asking for. And it kind of it makes sense. It helps them both. I think they have the kind of the line of versatility to be able to do that. But uh, I just wanted to kind of give him a shout because I think the ball handling chops have improved, and I thought today you kind of saw that. He's not over-penetrating, and I think he only does it when he knows he has the angle or the step. When guys over-commit or over-help, you know, today, good example, like he he doesn't often dribble into help. You know, there was one instance today on the, on the right baseline where he did dribble into a double team, and that was like the only mistake I think he made off the dribble. So... Wanted to give credit to him. I don't know if anybody, before we wrap up, if anybody had uh, anything to add about Duncan. I just wanted to give him a quick shot because I know we're going long. Two stocks for Duncan. That feels like a career high for him. Eight rebounds for a guy who largely avoids rebounding at all costs. <laughs> love love that for him. He had five assists, one turnover, as I mentioned before. There was one assist, well, one pass that he made that he drove to the basket from the right side. And the help came. He uh, maneuvered his way in the air, swung it to the left wing to, to Josh. I, I, it was a late shot clock shot, but Josh w- got a good look. And uh, it was contested, but it was a good inside-out three. And I was like, yo, what, what kind of fucking pass was that, Duncan? That was insane. W- where has that been? Also, uh, uh, breaking news, uh, <laughs> Draymond Green just put Rudy Gobert in a chokehold. <laughs> what? Good for him. Yeah, Clay and, and JJ McDaniel. Rudy Gobert was trying to break it, break Hold it on. up, and I and can't see, on. so I gotta, I gotta lead into my screen by the neck. Oh, did, oh. Look, I, I, I gotta say about Duncan though, uh, on Frankie's point, like, hold on, Draymond had no hesitation is, on this. He was, he's like, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> Go ahead, Jack. He's, look, I, I, I think, like you said, G, it's more about what he's not doing than what he is doing, like. Way less mistake prone, especially yeah. defensively. I think he had two fouls. That's um, a miracle, bro. Yeah. And one of them was that's that tough who he's call. been this year. Like he's he's yeah. not been the clumsy defender that he right. that he's like kind of known for being. The offensive skills developed more and more. It's really encouraging. Um, I completely forgot what I was gonna say with him, but like, sorry. Look, I I, I think yeah, gee, it's your fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> I, I I think with with Duncan, like you had this period where you'd really lost the trust of Spo, and it was kind of frustrating. I felt like Spo kind of held it against him more, almost to the detriment of the team at times. But like I I think 
you know, um, I don't know if it was Heat Beat or Locked On talking about like how big um, Kevin Love's introduction has been for him mentally. Um, like it, it did seem like, yeah, I think it was you and, and Frankie, like it did seem like he's come back in a huge way. Like he has that level of confidence and it's just like, it's not happening in isolation. Like I, I, like, I think I've been saying throughout the pod, like this is happening in conjunction with multiple other wings getting their mm -hmm. like proverbial shit together. Like they're composed they're not making the, these mistakes and we came into this season saying like they don't have a point guard and they still really like outside of kyle they don't have enough point guard help but like having multiple guys who can take care of the rock who aren't making kind of silly duncan mistakes it is it, just it's monumental i i don't know that's the the reason that they're not blowing all of these fourth quarter leads anymore is because these wings aren't like just throwing the ball out of bounds every other play, mm -hmm. which they were nice. certainly okay. doing last yeah. year. La la la, he good. Let's watch Draymond Green put Rudy Gobert into a chokehold. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. Because the people are asking for it. You see, dude, so that's a play and Jay didn't get into it. Draymond mm. just comes for him, dude. Oh, <laughs> none of that. Dr- Yo, yo, Dre been waiting. Dre been waiting to do this for years. Dog, they can't get him off of him. Look, yo, Dre been wanting to do that for years. Give Look it how to quick me again. He did it. Get, Brass, cue up my breakdown music. Exactly. <laughs> that that man that. said. That man said, if Steph's not playing, I'm not playing. Bond and did it at one fell swoop. Watch it's just one all, motion. Watch how the wait. It was zero zero. <laughs> this wasn't in the heat oh, of this battle. Is the game. Look, Bond. This is so right I, after just, tip off. Tip yes. off. This is he was waiting. He was I didn't even notice that. He was waiting to do that in for a while. Bond. No, but he they, they saw the swing around into the chocolate. They also dressed the way, but wait, but look at the other, but look at those two. Look, yeah. watch this. That's where, That's where it starts. Look, 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 look. Clay's jersey. Oh man, look at Clay's jersey. On, yeah, because Jaden yeah, had him. Jaden had him. Look, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That tussle. Oh, yeah. Look, right there. Get some. But look at Draymond. <laughs> right. Look at Draymond. One more time. Because what is Rudy trying to do once he gets up in here? Okay, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, he, is he's that, trying to Rudy, get free, though. Bond, let's take a look at this. Does Rudy hit someone here? He does. Rudy hit yeah, he, that. He like, grabbed Draymond. He grabbed Draymond. Yeah, something happened. So False. then that tussle. Okay, so but slow it down. Slow it down. Like, right there. Listen, listen. You know, Rudy is. It was in this moment that I knew. Yes, that's me. The first now, Rudy Francis in shambles right now. You say Francis in shambles. Who gets who gets him off Draymond? Yo, who is that? That's Towns. I, okay, so Rudy falls Towns there. And- he drags him from half court yeah. to like Bam's elbow. That's he the most old man Draymond's ever had. Man. Dude, look oh, at that. He's been wanting to get that out of himself. But look, minute. y'all didn't notice that, that subtle little hop he did to get up there. <laughs> to, get, <laughs> to get in the air. To get like, you, yeah, see, y'all missed hey, that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put, put it on a shirt. <laughs> Give me, give me fifty, <laughs> Brian. Brian, <laughs> Brian, going get that on. I need a moment. I need a moment shirt. Yo, I, 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 I legitimately <sighs> think if this happened in the third quarter, it's maybe a one-game suspension. I think because it happens right after tip-off. <laughs> I think it should be like like Trevor never said it should be a twenty game suspension. Like, it should be because I Trayvon paid my hard earned money. Diary today, <laughs> like Rudy Gobert is gonna pay for what he did. Yo, Dre holding on to some shit for Rudy because he literally, <laughs> ooh. Uh, but they they just played each other the other night and Dre is that Roddy Turioff? Oh, hey, I. I don't know. That's like oh, a, no. no. That's a thick drink. Right? Thought... I... He's taller, taller right? I thought that, it was this dude looked... he was a little darker too. <laughs> I know. Not me. What, 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 what was Ronnie's alike. name here? Okay. He, he had a he had a funny nickname. <laughs> Frankie, do you remember? <laughs> what? You remember Ronnie Turioff's nickname here? No, I don't remember. He had like nope. a funny one. I forgot. I'm crying. Bronx Joker said it was COVID related. <laughs> <laughs> he's really he's he's really avenging us. Uh, I still never forgave you for that shit. Remember you got us sent to the bubble? 
Touching everything. Bro, I don't know what. Yo, what? Okay, please. Look so at the Draymond's hop. boxing out, right? <laughs> Gobert. Whatever. Okay. Over we got there. this okay. tussle over here. Look where this tussle starts. Okay. Right. How did that start? Hold on. I'm going to put Clay, it back. Clay grabs his jersey on the box out. Uh, let's, let's start over. Let's let's watch Clay. Where's Clay? Top Clay, of the okay. corner. Clay, Clay, Clay is, in the corner. Clay's in the corner. Okay. 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 Edward's going to take a three. People. Good defense by Wig. There it is right there. Yep. And Okay. He held on. He held on. He held on. He held on. So Draymond, at this point, I don't think wants to kill Gobert. Or at least doesn't have that intent. Right. He doesn't have it there's, here either. No. Chris Paul. I know Chris Paul. Chris Paul's Chris. looking at that tussle being like, I'm going to use this as a screen. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah he he did, bro. You saw that <laughs> What no, a veteran did. move. Veteran move. Savvy. Veteran move. We love it. Okay. Okay. Oh, you can't Paul travel. It doesn't count. Right. Okay. It, it, so Gobert is, is doing what? He walks in and he puts hands on like Clay's shoulders, I think. Right. Okay. Maybe to break it up. Okay. Oh, because okay. now he's, he's holding Clay. clay. He's touching Clay. Now, that's the, yes. That's all Draymond needed to see. <laughs> that's all he needed. Because he's coming from the back, too. Okay. Now watch. Arm. watch the upper movement. Oh, look. Look at, look at the hop. Look at the, Yeah, he's, yeah, in the, he's, he's airborne. He's, off he's the airborne. airborne. He's airborne. He's airborne. What they doing over It's like Mario and Yoshi. He has to, like, jump off. It's like a Renaissance painting. Here. Oh, dude! So he 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 gets him, and his weight is pulling him down at this point. Yeah, yeah. And now he has leverage, right? He's landing look at, look, behind look, look, look. him. Look at his mouth. Look at Draymond's face. <laughs> yeah, he's he's fucking locked Come in. Come on, Donkey. Chris Paul is Chris Paul's not gonna do anything. Carl Anthony Towns is not gonna do anything. Wiggins looks confused up there. Uh, Wiggins just wants to watch. <laughs> look at, he just wants a better angle on it. Rudy's eyes cast. Yo, like, Rudy what is Chris like... Paul pointing at? Is he being like, what? Hey, yo! Yeah, he's like, foul, foul. Yo, I'm going to shoot it. Chris Why Paul's like, his jersey's like untucked. He's witnessing like an archangel or something. Look at him. Like, Girl, Rudy's like getting they, laid down. It, it looked like his soul like is the... leaving his body. Neither team likes their guy that much enough to like break it up truly. You see, they're just kind of like, yeah, I'd kind of like to see like whoever loses. We know, let him go. Get off, get off. Yeah, so Ant, play it out, play it out. So Ant has the leverage here, Ant is the one that's behind Draymond, and Cat can dislodge the arms. Can he? Okay, so look, Rudy has one foot off the ground, right? So Rudy. So Rudy's getting Rudy's getting dragged. Steve Kerr's there. Look at Rudy's hands. Why? <laughs> Why? McDaniel's is. I don't know Why? what McDaniel's is doing. Rudy's Clay, Clay looks dance. like he still wants to kill a dude. Yo, Clay. I think Clay need to sit Yo, down. Clay's jersey looks like G at that wedding. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> all the buttons yeah, down. Can't, can't pull it out. Okay. So where did where do we lose? Okay, so We're he's on the still right wing. He's Yo, still he attached. So Draymond only has one arm on him at this point. Look at Steph. Where's Steph? Where's Steph? Oh my gosh. <laughs> on the sideline. On the, the sideline. He's, he's with the rookie. He's with AirPods. And he goes, oh. It's not usually like this here. Just I, looking. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so they lose him here. He falls. He I'm falls sorry. there. We lost. <laughs> him. Look at Steve Kerr. Protecting <laughs> the landing zone of Rudy Gobert. As they, as Towns and Edwards, the heroes. Now we're dislodged. Rudy's hand still in the air. He's still praising the Lord. Is he? Is he breathing? 
Man, that's fantastic. Dre made him see God. <laughs> what a what a what a moment. What a what a awesome. what a what a moment. Drake is making sure he takes care. I had one Duncan take, point, but it doesn't take care. Every every <laughs> angle of this altercation is funnier than the next. Every picture on Twitter I see, I mean, this is objectively <laughs> funny. And then we have, we have... <laughs> look at why I oughta. Oh, I, 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 you know, cat's right arm looks yeah, like he's throwing exactly. a shot in. <laughs> cat's, cat's right arm looks like he's throwing a shot at Rudy right now. <laughs> oh, it like, wouldn't surprise me. Rudy was mm. not prepared for this. Oh my god! I gotta be honest, man. I love the NBA. The midseason tournament's a success, as far as I'm. I mean, look what it gave us. Look, look at this. Look what it gave us. I'll never forget you. Oh, gee, check the the group chat. There's another angle. Oh, there's another angle. Hold on, oh, the I'll... video. It's even better. Oh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll play. We'll play one more angle of the video, and then we'll. I know that you guys have uh, stuff to do, but obviously, I mean, this is this is breaking. This is breaking. Listen, we it's very rare that we get to we get to break down live a, a conflict like this. Oh, I see that we have some McDaniel's clay angle here. Oh, I want some of that. <laughs> Chat said Adam Silver's a genius. <laughs> The no, script is no, brilliant. sorry. They said Adam Silver is a Genesis. Shout out to G. Damn it, G. Are you for real? Typoed in the translation. I can't <laughs> see. I can't read, bro. I'm like, put your blind. glasses on. Oh my gosh, hurry up. I gotta right, go. Right. Give me right, this right. angle. All right, all right. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Told y'all, he made Dude, Draymond that man is see gr- something. Draymond has his arm in a. Hold on. We got to run before that back. he had his arm around him. He had like his hand on his. His but hand. But notice how like, to jump. Look, watch this. Up and down. Look, that that look, look, look. Draymond has locked his arms, and as they're pulling him, he's holding his own arm <laughs> to make sure that he doesn't let him. go. He's trying to kill this man. That's he said, this is for Dr. Fauci. That's like. I'm telling you, man. I miss old NBA. We need this. Look at he made <laughs> that. I'm hand. telling you, he yeah. made that man see lights. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Damn man, I just oh, want the God. Adam Schefter. <laughs> okay, so Cat comes in. Oh, Cat's the hero there. Hold on, wait. Cat actually was not in the head though. I'm about to leave. Yeah, Cat, Cat, Cat did it. Cat did it. Cat did it. Cat did what? Saved him. Saved him. Chat says Leaky Black wouldn't have let this happen. <laughs> I, I want to see like a compilation of like uh, all the celebrity <laughs> tweets after the Will Smith slap. Like Jed Asatow going like he could have killed him. But like just about this play. Stay tuned on Twitter.com slash Miami Heapy for content idea tomorrow. Thank you, Jack. Guys, we love you. Thanks for rocking with us. We know we went long, but that was fucking funny as hell. What a... I'm gonna tell you something. The vibes in this season are immaculate from the fans yes. to the team. Love you guys. Uh <coughs> send the choke tighter than G's hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a high bar. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. 
Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.